Welcome to the first bonus episode of Your Town Crime. It's just me, Jason, this week. Uh, Shannon's Shannon won't be here uh, with us, but she'll be back next week for a regular scheduled episode on Edison, New Jersey. Hit the top of the show. I'd like to thank again Podbean.com for helping us get our podcast out there. I say that every week, and also Podbelly.com who has helped us get our podcast uh, started. They had a lot of information. If you want to learn how to get a podcast going, that's a good place to start. Podbean will also help with that. So uh, this bonus episode, I'm going to be talking about Thomas Edison, who is the namesake of Edison, New Jersey. And um, I'm just going to go ahead and briefly go over over him. Uh, and next week, we'll, we'll dive into other history and, um, and talk about him a little bit. We'll have to of course, uh, but this week, it's just going to be all about him. So uh, stay tuned after the intro, and we'll get right to it. Welcome back to Your Town Crime. This is uh, the bonus episode for Edison, New Jersey. Uh, it's not a full episode. It's just going to be focusing on Thomas Edison, the namesake of Edison, New Jersey. He, uh, I don't think anybody out there is confused and wondering who is Thomas Edison. We've all heard of him. We know he invented the light bulb and uh, how important that was for history. He also had a major uh, part in in getting the uh, the world and the country, the country and the world, then electrified, uh, so we could use those light bulbs and we could have those in our houses. Uh, so we have we have him to thank for that. We have him to thank for for a lot of the things that we that we use and things that have moved forward because of his inventions. Things that didn't exist, uh, we now have. Uh, yeah, we would have iPhones if it wasn't for Thomas Edison. He, uh, we couldn't be listening to music on the iPhones. He started uh, the first recorded uh, music was because of him, and now we have digital music on our on our iPods. On our well, iPods, we're not even past that. We got iPhones, and we can do all kinds of things on our iPhones. Uh, and you wonder what he would think about those today. Uh, so uh, we've got a lot, lot to thank him for, and a lot of those inventions that you've heard of, the phonograph and the light bulb, were invented in Edison, New Jersey. Uh, so that's, uh, that's neat. So we're going to talk about that. There's a lot about his life that we're not going to talk about because we're going to focus on the Edison, New Jersey part. If you'd like to find out more about his entire life, uh, you can find podcasts about that. You can also find uh, documentaries all over the place about him. I watched American Titans, which talked about his battle with Nikola Tesla um, on electrifying the, the country and the world, uh, starting in New York City, and uh, their fight between uh, direct current and alternating current, uh, DC and AC. Uh, AC-DC is not just a band. Uh, <laughs> it... Uh, 
It's it's what powers your house. AC power does now, which was Nikola Tesla. Uh, he was backed by Westinghouse. You've heard that name. Uh, but that man uh, backed Nikola Tesla, and they had a huge battle to see which one, which current, a uh, direct current or an alternating current, would power the houses and how power the towns and the industrial areas. And uh, Nikola Tesla ended up winning, uh, or his his uh, his inventions did. So um, you can find more about that. We're going to focus just on Edison, New Jersey, because you can tell. I mean, he did a lot of things, and he did so many things uh, that they named their town after him. And he did, uh, like I said before, he did some of that stuff right there in the town. He, uh, Thomas Alva Edison, he was born on February 11th, 1847 in uh, Milan, Ohio. Um, if I pronounce Milan wrong, I'm sorry, there is a Milan, Tennessee, and that's how we pronounce it here. So uh, if it's not Milan in Ohio, I apologize. Um, but he was born in Ohio, spent a lot of time, uh, moved to, to Michigan when he was seven. Uh, was a smart kid. The traditional schoolhouse wasn't for him. Uh, traditional learning. He was always asking the, que- the too many questions and stumping the teachers. He was obviously smart from a very early age. And uh, so his mom took him out of school and homeschooled him uh, to, uh, to help, help, help him. She knew how to teach him a little bit. I knew his, his mannerisms and, and what he wanted to learn. Uh, he got into the telegraph uh, early. He got a job with the telegraph uh, at 16. Um, he installed, built his own telegraph machine and system in his house as a teenager. Um, he got in trouble because uh, he set up. <laughs> he got in trouble in a lot of his jobs because he would be doing experiments during work hours and uh, caught things on fire and, and blew up things. Uh, so he was always an inventor from a very early age and always getting in trouble because of his inventions. But eventually they started, uh, started paying off. So he, uh, he was doing some things already and he was getting noticed. And, uh, after Alexander Graham Bell invented the, the first version of the telephone, um, they came to Edison to help uh, improve on, on the telephone. So that, uh, that goes to show you that he was already, uh, he was, you know, they're like, this is a great invention. We want you to try to do it better and make this better. So he did, um, uh, even though he couldn't hear very well, uh, he was able to, to, uh, that was, that was something that affected him, uh, since childhood was hearing, he could hear the telegraph ticks, uh, and obviously could hear, uh, he did a lot of things with sound. Uh, so the telephone, he was able to do that. But uh, he moved to Menlo Park, which was in um, Edison, New Jersey. Of course, then it wasn't called Edison yet. Uh, he hasn't even lived there. He hasn't done anything there. Uh, Menlo Park was in Raritan Township, New Jersey. That was the original name, was Raritan Township. In the early 1870s, Edison uh, purchased some property there, uh, 34 acres uh, in the, the Menlo Park area. And in 1875, the uh, the real estate development company, the Menlo Park Land Company, um, their office, which is on the corner of Lincoln Highway and Christie Street, you can find that on Google Earth. 
uh, became Edison's home. Um, so their office, uh, he bought that office, bought all that land around there, 34 acres, and moved into their office and made it his home. Uh, Edison's father uh, built uh, the main laboratory building, and, and there was other, uh, other buildings that were built around there, a glass house, a carpenter shop, a carbon shed, a blacksmith shop. In the spring of 1876, Edison moved his, all of his operations down to Menlo Park, and his laboratory was the first research and development facility that had ever been. Um, he, he had, I don't know if he was friends with uh, Henry Ford at this, if, at this time, but it, at some point they became good friends because they liked to, the, the way each other worked. Um, Edison kind of used the same, same kind of practices Ford uh, believed in. I guess this would be later. Uh, they became friends, uh, but they kind of worked the same. Uh, a lot of people working on the same thing to get the same job done. Uh, you've got more minds, more, uh, more bodies, more hands, more, more people working on the same project to get the same thing done. You can get it done faster. So that's, that's what Edison was already doing. And, uh, that's what Henry Ford would end up doing here in a few years after this. Uh, so they, they became good friends later in life. In uh, November of 1877, one of Edison's first major in inventions at Menlo Park was the phonograph. Uh, the record player is what uh, the, the predecessor, predecessor to what we know as a record player. Uh, to you guys out there that don't know what a record player you know what a record player is. You know what it is. Even if you've never seen one or heard one go, you know what it is. Um, they're, they're coming back now. Uh, a lot of people are, are playing records. I have some that I don't, I've never played because I don't have a record player anymore, but I've got records. Um, so anyway, the first phonograph was a, uh, a machine that allowed a person to speak into a diaphragm that was attached uh, to a pen, and it made uh, indentations on a paper wrapped around wood. Um, so the first thing that he recorded on the phonograph was Mary Had a Little Lamb. And you can uh, actually hear that recording. Um, he, he recorded it in 1927 as a commemoration of his invention. And uh, you can find it, and I will link that, uh, I'll link that in our show notes. Uh, hit that, that reading is on publicdomainreview.org. Uh, but I will, I will link that uh, in our show notes. Um, this uh, invention uh, earned him the title of the Wizard of Menlo Park. Uh, Menlo Park was suddenly known worldwide and started attracting visitors. And also uh, started attracting investors, which was good for Edison. In 1878, he uh, started building, he built a laboratory building and he also constructed an office and library for himself. And um, he also coined the name Invention Factory for the Menlo Park site. Now, uh, keep in mind that it wasn't just Edison working here by himself. He had all, all kinds of people working for him, uh, machinists, um, just uh, glass blowers that we're fixing to talk about uh, or talk about what they were working on. Uh, so he had all kinds of people working for him, and a lot of times he took the credit. So if you want a true crime spin on this, you could say some people do that he stole these inventions. That it wasn't he, him that, that came up with the idea. He might have come up with an idea. He might have come up 
or took somebody else's idea and expanded on it, made it better, and made it his. Uh, we don't remember those people. We remember we remember Thomas Edison. So, uh, so there was accusations of theft, uh, and there still are to this day. Uh, and you get at him and Nikola Tesla. There's even more. Uh, so there's a. Of course, these people knew what they were doing. They knew where they were working for Thomas Edison. And I'm sure it was a wonderful job. They just got to tinker all day and try to make new things from or improve on ideas that were already out there. And that's exactly what they did. They didn't rest very long after the phonograph. Uh, they started, they went right into the light bulb. Now, the light bulb wasn't a new invention. I know, it comes as a shock. Uh, people had been uh, working on the light bulb for a while. Uh, for the last, you know, several years before this, but none of the light bulbs uh, had filaments or bulbs that would that would last more than a, a few minutes, um, and that was because of the filament. On October twenty first, eighteen seventy nine, Edison's light bulb bur- burned for a continuous thirteen and a half hours. So that was a, a huge improvement to from minutes to thirteen and a half hours. Uh, and then they kept working on it, working on it, getting better filament. Uh, better designs, and they started working for 40 hours. So that's, you know, that's an entire week. Uh, you think about how, how long your lights are, are on in your house. It's not that long. Uh, you know, you've got daylight where you're not using a lot of lights uh, in your house unless you don't have a lot of windows. Uh, but, you know, and then you go to bed, you turn your lights off. Uh, so it's just a few hours a day that you're actually using. For, so 40 hours uh, was, was huge back then. Um, so Edison expanded on this and, and people started hearing about this and, uh, he, he actually started selling light bulbs in, in large quantities and set up a factory there, uh, there at uh, Menlo park and, uh, started mass producing light bulbs by the end of 1879, they'd worked hard, uh, to get. Uh, a lot of the new bulbs in Edison's house and in the laboratory. And um, on New Year's Eve of the same year, uh, Christie Street became the world's first street to be lit by incandescent light bulbs with the help of a power system designed by Edison. So this was huge. There was electric street lights for the first time ever. And that wasn't very long ago. That's, uh, I tell my son, he's five. He just thinks it's always been like this. Uh, <laughs> and that's that's crazy. Uh, I know how long how how far we've come in the last forty years. Uh, my great grandfather that I that I knew was built in eighteen ninety built was born in eighteen ninety five, and I knew him. He uh, he died in in nineteen eighty eight. So uh, when I was a young guy, uh, little fella, he uh, he passed away. But I knew him, and uh, to think about uh, and my my had a grandfather built born. It was born in uh, in 1907, so they saw so many things change in their lifetime. They went from uh, from from no cars to cars. Just all the inventions that my my great grandfather and grandfathers and grandparents, all of them have seen. Um, my grandfather, my great grandfather, moved to Texas. I think I've talked about that in the past. Uh, you know, the first time they went. Just all the different ways that they got there, uh, train, uh, automobile. Uh, when they got out there, they used horses, uh, used mules, uh, oxen even in the fields, and then ended up with tractors. Uh, he flew in an airplane. 
Uh, it's just uh, amazing what all happened. You know, no telephone to telephone to no electricity to electricity to to. It's just amazing what has happened in the last 150 years or less. Um, so uh, I just it's just have to explain to my son. You know what? what this is just pretty recent. Before uh, you know, not too long ago. We didn't live like this. We've got it very easy. Even in a hard year like 2020, we, we've got it easy, uh, very easy. Uh, and we've already got a, a vaccine out there to help us with this, with, with corona. And, um, you know, that's just amazing in itself. Uh, so anyway, getting back, getting back on subject. Um, Edison uh, had perfected, perfected his uh, incandescent bulb, like I said. People, people heard about this 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 uh, street that was that was lit up by electricity. So people wanted to see it. I mean, it had never been done before. It's a, it's a, amazing. Yeah, it sound sounded not far from magic. So people started uh, started coming in, and uh, he actually had had uh, wired uh, a couple of homes in that area, uh, and 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 put up lights lights there. Uh, people who worked for him, uh, a widow of, of one person that worked for him, uh, was one of the first people to, to be to have electricity put in their home. He uh, established the Edison Electric Light Company, and he began uh, working on using electricity for other purposes. So we've got a light bulb. What else are we going to do with this new new technology? Uh, we've got it. There's got to be be more things we can do. So he uh, <laughs> Or they, I'll keep saying they. He he and they built an experimental train running on electricity uh, at Menlo Park, and it started from the west side of the machine shop uh, on Christie Christie Street and Middlesex Avenue, and ran three blocks to a copper mine. Yeah, he uh, actually dug a copper mine at Menlo Park uh, to help try to find copper ore, so he could uh, so he could. So he could have more copper because it took a lot of it for uh, for DC currents. Uh, the copper mine ended up not working out, and they shut it down. But for for a short time, they had a train that would run on electricity back and forth. So people were coming from all over to see this, and uh, he he wanted it to to be even better. So he he built a uh, a generator station uh, to supply the power in bulk, which was a huge improvement. Um, and this brought even more people in, and it brought even more investors. Uh, and these investors wanted electricity at their houses. They wanted it at their businesses. They wanted it in their cities. So uh, it's it's about this time that Edison thought, you know, I've got I've got to move. I've got to move out of Menlo Park. I have to do something uh, where there are a lot of people and where I can make a lot of money, uh, so I can support my my inv- inventions, and I can also support furthering this electric uh, electrifying cities in large quantities uh, but while he was here in Menlo Park he he applied for about 400 patents on inventions uh, that were big and small so like I said he had to move he moved to New York City this is where JP Morgan stepped in uh, and other huge investors uh, to help him uh, light up the city light up the city of New York which was a huge undertaking uh, this is where he started getting into it with uh, Tesla, who had once, uh, actually, once he moved to New York City for a short period of time, Tesla worked for him, 
and um, Tesla was was kind of showing him up. Uh, made some huge advancements with AC motors, which uh, Te- uh, Thomas Edison didn't like because he was into DC stuff. Uh, so Tesla uh, and him got had a beef. Uh, Tesla left. He got backing by uh, by Westinghouse, and they started uh, started a little battle. Uh, you can find out more about that. There's that's a it's a very neat story. Uh, but I'm going to move move back to Menlo Park and talk about what happened uh, later. Uh, the uh, the houses there at Menlo Park after he left, they started to uh, started to fall apart. Um, all the buildings, uh, some squatters moved in. Uh, later, uh, uh, the, the laboratory was was used as a theater and a dance hall and a barn. Um, as, as were other sheds and uh, things were used for uh, for chicken sheds. The carbon shed was used for a chicken shed. Um, everything was kind of falling down. Uh, GE, uh, General Electric, which uh, Edison had a part in starting. I mean, it's General Electric. There wasn't there wasn't anything about electric uh, before Edison really. Um, there wasn't a, a a need for a business uh, that had anything to do with anything electric. Uh, so he had something to do with General Electric. Uh, they organized a dinner in uh, honor of Edison at the site. So that was the first time Edison uh, came back in 1904, that was, uh, came back to the site. While he was there, he emotionally toured the property. He visited every building. Um, and the last remaining official record of the buildings in, is in a series of f- photographs taken by J. Lloyd Grimstead and uh, Charles B. Carman in 1911. They began to completely fall apart one by one. Edison's home was destroyed by fire in 1914, and his office and library building met with the same fate in 1919. The laboratory, machine shop, and other buildings were slowly scavenged for building materials. Edison returned to Menlo Park on May 16, 1925, to unveil a memorial tablet uh, donated uh, by the state of New Jersey to honor him and his work at Menlo Park. Uh, you can still see that tablet. It stands at the edge of the side of Edison's home adjoining Lincoln Highway. In uh, 1928, Henry Ford, who I said was a, was a close friend of Edison, he decided to construct a replica of Menlo Park Complex at his uh, Greenfield Village in uh, Dearborn, Michigan. Uh, he moved the only two surviving buildings, the Glass House and Sarah Jordan's Boarding House, the glass house uh, survived because it was moved to Persephone uh, by GE after uh, after Edison moved to New York, so that's why it was was still around. Um, a tower was built, uh, the first tower. There's a tower there now, but this was uh, the the predecessor to this the tower that's that's in New Jersey now. It was a steel frame tower, and it was built to uh, commemorate the 50th anniversary of Edison's perfection of the light bulb. The tower was built at the location of the laboratory with a large replica of the Edison of Edison's uh, original light bulb at the very top, lit for the first time on October 21st, 1929. A frosted bulb called the Eternal Light was installed at the base of the tower. After Edison's death in 1931, his family donated the property to the state of New Jersey to be converted into a state park. They began uh, plans for a new tower, an Art Deco style, uh, but the Great Depression delayed that, and um, then the old tower, uh, or construction started uh, several years later in the, in the 30s, 
and uh, during construction of the new tower, uh, the old tower was uh, was struck by lightning in August of 1937. Uh, but the eternal light survived and continued to stay lit even after the tower compla- collapsed around it. Uh, they they allowed for that bulb to remain in place until the new tower was built, and um, the uh, the new tower was built with Edison Portland cement. Yeah, you heard that right. Edison Portland Cement. If you want to find out more, Edison also uh, was big into cement and, and helped develop uh, Portland Cement. Um, so uh, so that's pretty cool. And uh, that tower stands 134 feet, 4 inches tall, and it is a con- con- concrete structure, like I said. Um, and on top, it was uh, topped with a replica of the of the incandescent bulb it's 19 feet 2 inches in diameter and the bulb was cast by Corning Glassworks from a sketch of the first commercial light bulb and the tower was dedicated on February 11th 1938 uh, since 33 the property has been owned by the state of New Jersey uh, several plans over the years uh, to expand and beautify the property have fallen through mostly due to lack of funding when the Edison Memorial Tower Corporation a non-profit Profit organization became involved with the property in 1999. The tower was in a neglected state, and uh, the gatehouse was almost completely imba- abandoned. Um, and since then, uh, the group has assisted the township in its efforts to rejuvenate the property by bringing back the memory of Edison and his work. Uh, and I read somewhere else that um, that they used that they took some of the concrete when they did uh, they did start uh, working on the the tower and rebuilding it that they uh, they took samples of the concrete and uh, did laboratory analysis to see the exact makeup so they can make it uh, as perfect as they could back to the original so that's uh that's pretty neat well that's it for the thomas edison part of edison new jersey uh it's a little brief brief history there of course you know it's, it's taken almost 30 minutes to uh to talk about just his his part of the history in edison new jersey uh, next week we'll talk about uh talk about the entire town other history uh the name change and and uh, to edison new jersey um i'd like to thank y'all for listening i'd also like to thank the thomas edison center uh at menlo park uh for this information uh everything that i used tonight uh, well, it came from them at the Menlo Park Museum.org. I'll link those in the show notes. Um, I hope I'll also uh, put some things up this week from from them, uh, from their Instagram page. Uh, link those to my stories, to our stories, and to our um, uh, to our page, so you can see that there. Uh, so listen up next week for the entire history of Edison, New Jersey, and we'll have Shannon back. Uh, she's had some sickness in her family and uh, we just just decided with us with my family being out of town last week with Easter this weekend uh, and her family being sick and having some sickness that we don't want uh, un-COVID related uh, we uh, we decided to take this week off and not do a full episode so hope you enjoyed this this mini episode this bonus episode and come back next week if you're brand new this is first time listening uh, you can find us online at yourtowncrimepodcast.com. You can find us on Instagram at yourtowncrimepod. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at crime underscore town, Facebook 
Your Town Crime Podcast. If you'd like to email us uh, anything, any questions, any additions, uh, any anything you'd you'd like to hear. Uh, if you're from a past town, again, you can you can uh, send us an email. Let us know what we missed. Uh, just give us some more information. We thank thank you for that in advance. Uh, please share with your friends. Word of mouth is a big deal. If you tell your friends, hey, I like this like this podcast, uh, that goes a long way. And uh, so we'd appreciate that. Uh, we know we have some fans out there. We know we have one, uh, one for sure. Give her. A, we're going to give her a big shout out next week uh, when we're together. Uh, but uh, I've already thanked her online, so I appreciate that. We know we have one fan, one real fan. So that's a pretty big deal for us. And we know that others, others are out there listening, and we think that's cool. And uh, we think you guys are cool for listening. And I know we're not. Um, we're just normal people. Uh, we're not, we're not big production companies. We're not, uh, NBC. We're not, we're not backed by any, anybody. It's just us, just two friends. Uh, just like one of you and your friends getting together, uh, after work and putting on a podcast. So we think it's neat that there's people out there listening. We're growing. We can see that growth and we want to keep going. So, uh, like I said, tell your friends about us and join us next week for a, a full episode on Edison, New Jersey. Bye.